All right, everybody, welcome back to your favorite podcast, Shadow Valley. My name's Brennan. You've got Parker. And you've got Gabe. All right, so I hope everybody's had a pretty good day. My days, it's been okay. I finished work in 10 hours, and I'm excited to uh, be done for the week, especially because my ass is sore because I've been fucked by school all week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hear that. No, we're, uh, my day's been good. It has been good. Nice and swell. Uh, had work and went to school as well. Glad to hear you're doing better. Yeah, yeah, I'm doing much better. My throat is not as uh, beat up or as dry as it was last week. So I'm feeling, uh, feeling a lot better, feeling a lot more up to speaking on this episode. That's pretty good because... We got that's a good. rough one today. Yeah, that's what I was about to say, especially considering because that we have such a heavy topic. This this uh, doozy, this doozy of a of a of an episode. The next few actually are going to be pretty uh, not intense, but it's just going to be a lot of content to go over and some exciting things coming. In the last episode, we're talking about World War Two. World oh my War gosh. Hitler. Little Hitler. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I forgot about those videos. I was having fun. <laughs> <laughs> those videos are so effed. Oh man. If only I got into art school. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dude, he was man. denied twice. Was he yeah, really? Twice. Once, but twice. So the interesting thing with that, and and we're kind of jumping ahead, but um that's where a lot of people think that like Hitler's like anti-Semitism side came out, but yeah. um, there's just like not enough detail uh, to really, f- I guess, validate what he said. Cause yeah. essentially he put that in, in Mein Kampf. Yeah. Again, we'll go through this in a mm-hmm. minute. We'll you know get what? there. We'll Actually, get there. Let's, let me, just, let's just start from the beginning. Let's no start from spoilers. the beginning. We'll go down. Yeah. We'll go down the line, and we'll we'll discuss. You rewind know. it. In the beginning, <laughs> in the beginning, there was a bang. <laughs> there was nothing. <laughs> then boom. The biggest bang. It, do it. <laughs> it was huge. Biggest bang ever. <laughs> Anybody who denies this bang wasn't there. Jennifer Love Hewitt was there. <laughs> All of these people were there. You had Scarlett Johansson. Absolutely wasn't gay at all. It was well, a very wonderful. straight bang. <laughs> Anybody who denies it, guess what? They're gay. I the gayest it. things on the world. They wanted to do a train. Exactly. They, they wanted to look at my ass, and I told them no. No. Because it's, it's huge. It's not 10. It's not tan. It's not orange. It's actually bright white. Sags down to my ankles. Not very, not very, uh, not very pretty to look at. Wouldn't recommend. Definitely not. Did you guys? Y'all excited for me to be your president again? (laughs) Huge. Did you guys know that they sell that Trump sells Trump trading cards like NFT trading cards? Yes. I did not know that till like today, and they're like ninety nine dollars a piece. Yeah, biggest and if you buy scam ever. Oh, I know. If you buy forty seven of them, he'll send you a physical card that oh, is hell yeah. actually made by the. It's like um, made with the suit that he has his mugshot taken in. What? Oh my god. Yeah, and so he'll send you a piece of that suit. It only cost you forty seven hundred dollars. Holy shit! Damn, that is crazy. 
$4,700 for a piece of Donald Trump's suit. Damn. I don't know. Better I think I'd pay more for the, his suit he's wearing on January 6th. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's the thing, though. It's, like it has, um, it's when he got arrested for the January 6th stuff. It was the suit he was in or something like that. Yeah, but oh, I'll take like, the day of, you know, that suit. Mm, yeah. You know, there's some like real sentiment in that one. <laughs> You're whack, bro. <laughs> <laughs> sentiment. Uh... Anti-sentiment. Well, well, well. Now, let's talk about some anti-sentiment. Uh, and anti-Semitism. Anti-Semitism. That's what I was trying to get at. I just forgot the word because I'm kind of uh, dumb sometimes. <laughs> um, so, let me just give you guys a quick overview of World War II. As many of us know, or at least most of us probably do know, this was probably, or it is the biggest massacre that has been that is like ever happened bro this um, is bigger than columbine and trolley square combined yeah like by multitudes and multitudes of <laughs> amounts like like, like hundreds of thousands yeah like millions <laughs> um like six million yep exactly cool yep. well and some so that's a, well that's one thing so um the war there was a the genocide of six million Jews, estimated six million Jews. Some people, some as experts, actually say it could be a lot more. Really? Um, yeah. I knew they did the the gays and the handicap too. Yeah. So, and this is just the this is the Jewish people, and so um, I did not unfortunately see. I might have it somewhere in here, but I don't I don't remember any information regarding the handicapped or the. Um, um, uh, homosexual people or anything like that. Yeah, but um, yeah, I'm sure we we can we can discuss it in a bit. But let me My give you guys type a of people. <laughs> your type of people. Um, <clears throat> let me give you guys a quick rundown again. So, World War II was a six year and one day actually six years and one day long from 1939 to 1945. And again, it was the largest massacre of a of a people that has ever happened in the world. Um, obviously, we're gonna try to hit this with as much d- detail as we can without giving you guys like an overload lord of overlord <laughs> overload <laughs> of information. Um, and we're gonna try to to be as respectful as we can regarding some of the details because obviously, it's pretty horrible stuff that happened. So. Yeah. Please note, none of us are history majors or, like, yes. historians. So, yes. like, it's not going to be, like... Perfect. No, yeah. it won't be perfect. And and really, the, the, it, the goal with this podcast series right now, what we're doing is to... Because we all wanted to learn about it, and we're hoping that people also want to learn about it in the way that we view things, too, you know? It's been over 100 years since... Uh, or almost, it'll be a hundred years here soon in, uh, what is that? Seven years Yeah. From, or sorry, 16 years from now, yeah. it's going to be a hundred years. So I don't know, I guess we're still a little bit off, but there's a lot that we've learned. There's a lot that has come to fruition in terms of a uh, new information. Um, so yeah, we kind of just want to take a look at it. Cause last time we learned about world war two was like in grade school. Oh yeah. That was the last time, like I learned about world war two. It was back in grade school 
I remember that. Mm-hmm. Like, I think like, it was like fifth grade or something like that. Yeah. I was in Mrs. Pangan's class. Pangan's? Yeah. Oh, was she? Uh, was she? She was the one who was in Nam. Oh, she's Vin- she was Vietnamese? legit in yeah. Nam. She was yeah, like she was a soldier in Nam. Oh wow, I did yeah. not know that for that's real. Hardcore. Yeah. Holy shit. She was. That is that's hardcore. why she was so like intense too. Wow, that's crazy. I did not like know a circus. That. Yeah, she was like, she was crazy. Huh. Yeah. Wow. Very interesting. I completely like failed that class. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah, like when it came to math. Wait, wasn't it elementary school? Yeah. And well, you failed the whole thing? Well, I did like some homework, but like in fifth grade, I stopped. Let's be real. Like in third grade, I just stopped doing math. <laughs> like I just couldn't understand <laughs> math. And so I just kind of like gave up on trying. Hmm. And it wasn't until seventh grade to where like they put me in remedial math. <laughs> oh, like to the like double you to catch dose. back up? Yeah. Oh, wow. To where I had to like actually learn math. That's so interesting. And then I kept learning math until we got to 1050. And then like right at the end of 1050 or like maybe the middle, my brain just gave out. And I was like, well, I don't know what the fuck's going on Hell anymore. Yeah. That's what's up. Like I am not a math person at all. I mm. definitely do English more. Hence why I want to do public relations. Right. Can, that makes sense. I can do that a lot easier than like if you ask me to find like the freaking Pythagorean theorem, like use that shit. Like <laughs> Pythagorean. I use that like every day at work. Do you really? I use it quite often. Well, yeah, too. cause it's, well, cause it's, uh, you're finding like angles. right angles. Yeah. Most, yeah. Most, uh, buildings are square. So I'll pull like, uh, like I, I have to find the hypotenuse of a building and then pull from one side to the other and make sure that it's square. If not, then we have to move it. Damn. Yeah, no, I don't I don't use that shit ever. Because like it's I, easy though. You just use a calculator, a construction calculator. It just tells you what the hypotenuse is. Oh really? Oh that's cool. It's pretty legit. Yeah, it's nice. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, I am math challenged. <laughs> Me too, dude. Honestly. Um so World War Two. Uh, the sequel. The Some sequel. say it's the better one. The better one, yeah. Uh, interestingly, the World War One was supposed to be the war to end all wars. That's what they like. Some called it or some uh, referred to it as, but it actually came to fruition. Pretty much started the next. Yeah, it came to fruition due to a lot of the things that came into play from World War One. Yeah. Um. Uh. So World War Two was the Allies versus the Axis powers. So uh, mistakenly, um, a lot of people consider the Soviet Union to be part of the Allies, but initially they were not. They actually had a pact with Nazi Germany um, in the beginning, and it wasn't until uh, Hitler broke that path, pact, pact um, that they decided to move to the, or be part of the Allies. So it was the United States, Soviet Union, at the time, or later down the line, United Kingdom and China, all going against the Axis powers of Nazi Germany, Italy, and Japan. Um, again, this was an insane genocide. Uh, Six million Jews were murdered um, throughout the extent of this war, and again, some some do say that it could be quite a bit more than that. But we'll uh, we'll go into conspiracies and uh, other ideas that have come from again more information that we've been able to glean and 
yeah, we'll go we'll go over that in the last episode because we're excited for it. We're gonna go over some Nazi weapons and conspiracies. It'll be sick. Oh yeah. And there's definitely a lot of conspiracies. If you know what, every conspiracy theory I've listened to like eventually dissolves into something about the Jews. And so you know yeah, there's a lot of conspiracy theories about World War II. Oh yeah. It's and it's funny that yeah. you mentioned that because a lot of like even now, a yeah. lot of conspiracies and people like firmly believe that Jewish people are behind like a lot of stuff. Oh which yeah. I found is so interesting. I didn't know that until I started looking into this, that um, people like have a very, very like deeply rooted ideas regarding how the world is ran. <laughs> yeah. It's just crazy to me. Well, um, well like, so um, you remember when we did the, the Jesuit Rothschilds, that episode or whatever. Yeah, we were talking about one. the bad Jews. Yep. Yeah, so, like, I'm not, I don't know this for sure, but, like, my hypothesis of where, like, if all that stuff is true, and you have bad Jew, good Jew, um, you know, I could, like, I, I almost, it makes you wonder, like, are these bad Jews doing bad things? And so people just group all the Jews together when it's really just like one group of evil people that aren't even really Jewish. <laughs> they're like, right. Yeah. Do you know, like if all that stuff was true, they're not even Jewish. They're like Satanists. Yeah. So, uh-huh. um, so you can't even really rope them in with Jewish people cause they don't even practice anything Jewish. Yeah. They just um, pretend to be, but Jewish. it kind of makes you, yeah. So it kind of like makes you scratch your head a little bit. You're like, Oh, well maybe they are just doing bad things. And got a bad rap because of like the bad people that weren't even Jewish people. The actual Jews were just like chilling, doing their religion, and being like normal people. Yeah. And then they just got grouped in with everyone else. That is so unfortunate. Honestly. Yeah. So um, I'm just going to give you guys a quick breakdown of overall timeline so we can get an idea of kind of the main points that happened throughout the war. And then what we want to do after that is just go into Hitler's early life and start breaking down um, really what made him, I guess, get to the point where he was and what brought Nazi Germany to fruition. Um, So we're going to start right here um, on Armistice Day. So Armistice Day was November 11th, 1918. And then we're going to go to uh, Treaty of Versailles, which is 1990, or sorry, not 1990, <laughs> 1919, um, and then Hitler becomes Chancellor of Germany in 1933, remilitarization of Rhineland in 1936, non-aggression pact between Soviet Russia and Germany in 1939, and then very soon after, the invasion of Poland, September 1st, 1939. Then we go to uh, Battle of Britain. This was an important one because uh, this was like this was a pretty pivotal point in the in the war where a lot of people were like it wasn't it wasn't really until they took over like France that people were kind of considering the war to be like a phony war that was yeah. thrown around quite a bit a phony war, and it wasn't until they went after Britain and they were able to fight them off that they uh, considered. Hitler to be pretty big, uh, pretty big, what's the word? Threat. Yeah. Threat. 
yeah, threat to the world, essentially. Um, then you have the Blitz, 1940 to 1941. Pearl Harbor, 1941. And we're getting nearing the end here. Um, then we have D-Day, 1944. And then Hitler suicide on April 30th, 1945. Alleged. alleged. Yeah, that's a big one. A big <laughs> alleged around that. Um, and then the atomic bombings of 1945. And then Japan surrender, 1945, September 2nd. Took him long enough. No. Hashtag back to back World War champs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, USA, yeah, so, USA, yes. USA. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not many people liked us during this time either. So. <laughs> Not we'll many go. people like us now. Yeah, that's Suck true. It. <laughs> it worked. Um, okay, so I just wanted to start with Armistice Day. Today, well, in today's episode, we're going to go over Armistice Day. We're going to go over uh, Hitler's rise in Germany and then creating Nazi Germany and then the invasion of Poland. Um, so strap in, boys. It's going to be a doozy. All right. I'm strapped. You're they strapped, strapped or get strapped clapped. clapped. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> Armistice Day, uh, that was on November 11th, 1918. Uh, the reason I wanted to talk about this is it's pretty crucial into really understanding the significance of or sorry, understanding the significance of Armistice Day really will get you to understand what brought World War II to, I guess, I don't know, like like what what came into play to cause Hitler's frustration and a lot of German people's frustration with the rest of the world. Um, mainly, this came the frustration came from the Treaty of Versailles. So a lot of very severe conditions were put on Germany as would be expected because obviously what had happened was World War One. Yeah. You know, and so um a lot of the allies or or the other countries came together um and they created the um Oh crap! I just forgot the name. The Treaty of Versailles. Uh, no, sorry. The uh, Allied Powers. What are they called? Why did I just forget the name? Woodrow Wilson. <clears throat> Allied and Axis. No, Woodrow Wilson. He made the. He. Uh, oh my gosh! I apologize, guys. Um, the United Nations. The, well, it was before the United Nations. Um. Uh, I apologize. Um, well, the white people covenant. <laughs> the white people covenant. Once I remember the name, I'll, I'll, I'll uh, <laughs> I will make sure to update you guys on that. However, so those guys came together and they created the Treaty of Versailles. It was 198 pages, damn, of just really harsh, like, like just wrecking Germany 198 different ways. No, seriously, and that's that's one interesting thing that I didn't uh I never really knew until doing the research is that like there was a lot of very aggressive um rules put in place so nothing like that would happen again. Yeah. And again, the idea the idea behind this whole thing was it was to end all war, to quote quote unquote make peace yeah. throughout the world. And the funny thing is that it did the exact opposite. And so, and that's why I wanted to like emphasize the, the, uh, um, that group of, dang it. Now, sorry. I should just find the, the name. big four, the big four. 
Um, the White Covenant. The White Covenant. That's what you should just refer to them. <laughs> if I can't freaking yeah. <laughs> find this stupid name. <laughs> what name? Like, I, what are you talking about? I just see him <laughs> referred to as the Big Four all over. Yeah. Uh, the Pac-12. The Pac-12 <laughs> World War. <laughs> the Pac-12. <laughs> Rest in peace. <laughs> they were no, they were in the SEC. Oh yeah, right. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just being stupid. Oh, for anybody who doesn't know, the Pac-12 is like a football conference. It's like yeah. a college football conference. Yeah, it has I think twelve schools. It had. Well, it's funny that we've talked about it before. It's the second time we've mentioned it on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's a pretty good name, like the Pac-12. So that's why I was like, you know what? If I had to be like a group of countries, I'd be like, we're the Pac-12. Okay. So, that does instill a certain amount of fear. Yeah, it does. <laughs> um, okay. It was the League of Nations. The League of Nations. League oh. of Nations. Sorry, guys. It's like a nerd. Oh, that thing. was it's like the League of Legends. Yeah. <laughs> That's the funny thing is that. So, uh, again, like the uh, um, Woodrow was very insistent that they create the League of Nations, and they disbarred it once World War II uh, began because yeah. it literally failed to do the one thing it was created to do was stop war, like kind of uh, um, make communication between nations a lot simpler, easier, more secure, more peaceful, and it failed to do that one thing. Such a nerd, because think (laughs) about League of Nations. Like, what are you trying to do, make the Justice League? Like, he wants to be a superhero so bad because he's just trying (laughs) to make his own league. He's like, look at us, we're so big. Well, weren't most comics written like post World War Two, or were they were they around after World War One? When did they become like more big? I have no idea because I feel um, like there's a lot of comics that are based off of uh, like actual historical people that they just kind of have, like taken them and made them a superhero and made fun of them. So <laughs> they could have I'm like, my point is, I'm like, did he? Uh, did he do the League of Nations? So then DC was like, oh yeah, the Justice League. Oh, Justice or League. who did it first? <laughs> yeah, that's the a good Justice question. Justice League. You know, who the people who fight crime, but yet you get these like maniac super villains who are like worse than the regular criminals they were originally trying to fight crime against. <laughs> For real though. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not sure. That's a good question. I, I want to say though that comic books just in general, didn't really gain popularity until the Vietnam War um, because people, I think it was a lot. The Justice League, I just looked, um, they first debuted in The Brave and the Bold, number 28, which came out in March 1960. Oh, dang. So it was a hot minute after World War II. Yeah, 20 20 years or so after World War II. Dang. Yeah, well, DC Comics first released their first comic in 1937. Yeah, so actually that would fall in line pretty close to Vietnam War as yeah. well. Because I uh, I seem to remember, and I don't know why this is, uh, I have this fact in my head, but um, prior to a lot of these superhero comics, um, a lot of it was all space travel related and stuff. And so it wasn't until Vietnam War that people wanted to have like more of like a figure of hope if you will. 
And so that's when they really started relying heavily on like Superman, for instance, and a yeah. lot of those guys because they wanted to make a bigger point of like having somebody that could take you out of these really turmoil situations, you know? Dang. A Captain savior. America. Yeah, or like Captain America. I think he came after though. I think I think Captain America was like the Marvel version of Superman, like that very like all perfect person almost. Yeah. Just <laughs> um, ripped and USA strapped on that ass, baby. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, so sorry for the derailment there, guys. I apologize, but the League of Nations created the Treaty of Versailles in nineteen nineteen. Um again. This was probably worst case scenario for Germany um, due to a lot of these very like harsh conditions in, imposed on them. Uh, it, cre- it created like a horrible economic instability throughout the whole entire country. Like everybody was losing their jobs. There was a lot of uh, um, uh, like people coming from the woodwork to almost like prey on those that just wanted a change, you know, like things were getting really rough. And that's part that, that part is like one of the bigger reasons why Hitler was able to, um, come into powers because, and I I feel like this is pretty well known fact, but he was a very, very good public speaker, like very good. He was very good with his words. He knew how to get people on his side and, that was a huge role or that was a huge power to him because during this time he was very good at convincing people again, like a very political person, very politics oriented. You know, he was a, he was a, Oh, what's that? Uh, like, a charismatic, charismatic. Yes. That's what I was looking for. He's very charismatic. He made you feel like you were the only person in the world and people looked up to him. You know, they, they saw, Hitler's views and stuff as like, oh shoot, this guy actually knows what he's talking about. He might be able to help us get out of this like really shitty spot that we're in. That we're in. Um, but again, a lot of these. Well, and sorry, go ahead. I was just gonna say, so like when you like the whole country is like down on their luck. Like, yep. I remember hearing that. Um, and I don't know if it's true or not, but I remember in history they were talking about how like people were literally burning their paper money to stay warm because it was cheaper to burn their paper money than it was to go use that money to buy firewood because their money was like worth nothing. Mm-hmm. So like that's the state these people are in. And then you have some guy who's like really good speaker, really charismatic, just telling about change and he's really passionate and like it gets you fired up. And then, you know, like he, th- he seems confident. He seems like he knows what he's talking about. Like that mm-hmm. inspires other people have confidence in you and then they don't know what they want. They just know they don't want what they have. So like when you're yelling change at the top of your lungs, people are like, you know, and you're confident enough and they're in a bad situation. They're like, Oh yeah. yeah, Like let's follow this guy. They're a lot more receptive to those like very, again, extreme ideologies of this individual that wants to quote unquote cleanse, um, the, the German people of, what he believes to be the root cause of all the issues. Yeah. When on reality, it was like, I mean, the root cause of the issue was obviously like anti-Semitism as well as a lot of the um, rules that were set in place to like essentially mitigate <laughs> Germany, um, which is crazy to me. 
Um, but again, I didn't know any of this prior to doing research. Like I didn't know that uh, the Treaty of Versailles was so aggressive in their tactic to keep Germany locked down. I didn't know that at all. Like they made them get rid completely of their air force. Oh, really? Completely, yeah. Abolished their air force entirely. And they made sure they like killed off, or not killed off, but they shut down a lot of their armies, militaries and stuff. Um, and that'll be a big point that we hit on later down the line. Like I said, they do eventually revive the uh, military there in Germany. And obviously it goes into very quick effect and is very aggressive down the line. Um, but yeah, so that was the, uh, that was Armistice Day and, uh, uh, emphasis on Treaty of Versailles. Now let's move on to Hitler's rise. And this is where we're going to spend a little bit more time. So Hitler was born on 1890, 1889 in Austria. Um, so one thing that I wanted to point out with, uh, Hitler's childhood and pretty much any time prior to when he joined the Nazi party, um, it's very hard to get any solidified or reliable information regarding his childhood because a lot of it's been very uh, muddied up by conspiracy theories, fake news, or himself, really. <laughs> so, because he he didn't like to tell the truth, uh, which is no surprise to many people. I don't. I think it was because Mercury was in retrograde that entire time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's definitely it. <laughs> um, so, uh, importantly, Hitler, when he was a young kid, his dad didn't really see him as a his son. He saw him as an Ill Ill illegitimate child. Um, obviously, this was because his dad liked to sleep around, and so he kind of just saw Hitler as like a like you're just there. Yeah, he was. He didn't. He didn't mean anything to his dad. So that led him to be a lot closer to his mom, um, but his mom actually passed away when he was 17. So <clears throat> obviously when you're 17, if your mom passes away, regardless of uh, who you turn out to be, that can be a very rough uh, thing to have to go through. So yeah, it, it weighed pretty heavily on him. Later down the line, though, he does move to Vienna, 1907. Uh, sorry, not later down the line. It's actually, I think he was only a couple months or so after his mom had passed away. Uh, but he moved to Vienna to kind of get away from his hometown and his, his dad and to pursue his career in arts. Um, I, we hit on it in the beginning regarding his artwork and uh, Parker stated that he, uh, he was actually rejected from art school twice. Um, but the interesting thing though, it, and they quote, they, they say he was not talented enough um, but I've got some pictures here and obviously the viewers won't be able to see this, but you can definitely Google it. Um, but these pictures, like his artwork really is not bad. It's pretty good. It's like pretty good for, I could never do any of this. Like this is nuts. I couldn't either. I don't, I don't get what's like, where did they get off to this? Like, how did they like justify rejecting this man? Like, it doesn't make sense. Uh, -uh. It's very weird. So this, do you think they just didn't like him? Um, <laughs> I heard that I think, rumor. I think that could be the case, but I, I, I also have a hard time wanting to believe that because he was again, like everyone says, or 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 sorry, emphasizes how charismatic he was. 
And so I have, I have a hard time believing that it was because they didn't like him. Mind you, though, like people could definitely be lying about him being charismatic. So, well, he, he, like I do. So, and what I was watching this video about him, like growing up and stuff, and and um, they talked about how even before his mom died and like in like younger school and stuff, um, he was kind of a troubled kid and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also that like he, um, he already kind of had these ideas, not necessarily of anti-Semitism, but he had like these really um, strong ideas of like a unified Germany. Like this is stupid that we're not just like one big country. That's all the same race. He never had any, right. like, we don't want Jews, but he definitely was like big on like, even when he was young, according to this video. Okay. So I could be wrong, but it talked about how he like had these strong, um, you know, ideas of like, we need to be a pure race and we need to be one Germany and like all Mm -hmm. this stuff, which I don't know that probably would have less to do with it as much as like he had a troubled past and he got in trouble a decent amount and stuff like that. So Maybe they just didn't want to deal with his BS. I don't know. No, I think that's true. I think, uh, uh, I don't know. I, I don't think we can write anything off. You know, I think any, anything in that realm is definitely holds some validity to it. Um, but yeah, I, so <clears throat> just to mention what we are looking at right now, it's the Munich Town Hall painting by Adolf Hitler which is honestly really pretty good. <laughs> and then you have Munich Royal Hofmannsthal. Um this one is also really good as well. Again, like we don't have to spend too much time on this, but I was just very surprised Damn, to know way good. That one's a good one. Right. This one this one's Alpine Hof oil on board. This one was painted actually after um it was prior to his uh becoming chancellor so it was in 1926 he became chancellor in 1933 i would definitely hang that in my house <laughs> honestly like this one's very pretty this one die car that would be such a cool way to decorate is get all of hitler's like paintings and hang them all over your house because <laughs> yeah, no be one nuts. would have any clue that they were hitler's but like it just be kind of funny at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And if you guys want to look at these, they are on the web. You can look them up. This one's called Die Karlschirch. Sorry if I butchered that. It's a German, obviously. Um, I'm Winter, 1912. This one's like really nice. It's crazy. But I mean, this again, this besides mm-hmm. the point, um, I just wanted to emphasize the like how interesting it is that they rejected him for not being talented enough. And again, it probably has a lot to do with Barker said uh, regarding his attitude toward things. Um, But I wanted to go over the, I guess like the origin of his anti-Semitism again, because a lot of people think that it came during this time when he was uh, in Vienna, which I do think it did come from that time, but I don't think it was directly related to being rejected from, um, uh, uh, art school. You know, I think it definitely had, it like has its part in it. Uh, but I don't think it was the main reason. So let me just go over some things here. So, uh, Hitler grew up in Austria and back then Austria was very, uh, like per- Anti-Semitism just ran prevalent throughout the city or throughout the the uh, country. 
um, a lot of the leaders and stuff would use Jewish people as a scapegoat for the economic and the social issues. Um, and then when he was in Vienna, Hitler was actually exposed to a uh, anti-Semitic figure. His name was Karl Luger. He was the mayor of Vienna, and he promoted a lot of anti-Semitism ideas. Um, so the reason why I wanted to point that out, though, is when he was in Vienna, he actually sold a lot of his art to many Jewish dealer art dealers, really? and he relied a lot on this income because that, that's the thing is that he wasn't he was making no money other than just selling his art and so he was relying on these jewish art dealers to help him out and help him um sell his paintings or buy his paintings from him and so that again is why i was like i was hesitant to say it was because he got rejected from art school because i guess at the end of the day if you're just trying to make your buck maybe yeah. you could put your um thoughts to the side but i just Considering how much he hated like a, Jewish people, I could I would just be surprised yeah. if it was during this time that it happened. You know, that's like a Klansman like having a barbecue with a black man. No, like exactly though. No, you're you're right. Like like a Klansman or your more I guess media covered Klansman. I'm sure there's very intense versions out there, but like they have a burning hate for other people of color if you will yeah so for somebody like that to go and and even associate themselves with the thing that they hate the most um just seems odd you know and that's what i found so odd about this whole situation is that people just say like oh yeah i was definitely from this mind you though um i think it definitely a lot of it probably comes from his autobiography Mein Kampf, My Struggle, yeah. where he outlined his like manifesto and essentially like gave his reasoning behind all of his anti-Semitic views. Um, and he said that it all correlated back to that time. Again, we're not him. Um, he could be lying about all of this, but yeah. uh, I think mainly what had happened was when he was in Vienna, uh, Karl Luger really kind of ignited that anti-Semitic uh, anti-Semitic Semitism, sorry, anti-Semitism in Hitler, um, which led him to start, I guess, going down that path of like, again, scapegoating the the Jewish people. Um, other people say that it could be just due to his like childhood, some some like again the rejection, the failure failures that he's kind of experienced. Um, other people say that it was a racial pseudoscience. Uh, he was influenced by racist ideologies, including the pseudoscience theories that portrayed Jew Jews as racially inferior. Um, the the other thing too with pseudoscience is that it was very prevalent during the nineteenth uh, century and early twentieth century. Um, obviously, most of that is not most of it, but most of it isn't as popular as it was before. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I just kind of wanted to hit on those things because I think it's a uh, it's interesting to see where everybody's I guess thoughts are regarding where it came from that was just what I was able to find um the most popular reasons why he became like he hated the Jews uh I don't know if you guys have seen anything else that I that was not mentioned you know in all honesty like 
I haven't really like seen anything else. You always hear those rumors, like the guy who rejected him from art school is Jewish. Yeah. Um, what? And then people. So sorry. Continue. My apologies. I mean, or like one day he was like beat up by a Jew or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of different stories out there. And the other thing, too, that I think uh, in this, again, some people have tried to justify or tried to uh, not justify, um, tried to prove this theory uh, that Hitler himself was actually Jewish as well. Yeah. Um, Didn't we talk about him being like the bad Jew, though? Yeah, something like when we went over. Uh, Possibly. Yeah, Templars. Well, because. He would have been descent if it if the like theory or whatever was true. Well, I mean it has good evidence to be true mm-hmm. if you know, but anyways, um he would have been a descendant of a Rothschild, which they're Khazarian Jews. So um according to all of that stuff on that, you know, that theory. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, he would have been quote unquote bad Jew technically. But my thoughts are like for him to be so anti-Semitic um, is he definitely was like a, a very much a nationalist. Like he loved his country. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think he loved like he had a lot of hatred for the other countries because of the Treaty of Versailles and all that stuff and all of the things that it imposed um, the ramifications it imposed on Germany. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it really, you know, kept Germany down. And I don't think he liked that, you know, his great country was not great. And then, but the people that would have still been doing well in the country though, probably a lot of them were Jewish because, um, just factually like that a lot of the Jewish people own, you know, were bankers and, and wealthy people and stuff. So, well, you know, if you're, if you're just stepping inside Hitler's head for a minute, it's like he hates anyone who is, um, you know, pushing his country down or, or whatever. And then like, but it seems like, you know, in his mind, he's like, all the Jewish people are doing good right now while all the just German people are um, not doing good. When in reality, the Jewish people were German too, but they just were a different, you know, belief system, I guess. But mm. I don't know. That's my only that's my only guess or hypothesis of why he would really hate the Jews so much is because of of those things. No, uh, he made a picture. They look different. (laughs) 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 He made a diagram about like what an actual Jew looks like versus like what a pure Aryan German looks like. Yes, so whack. He doesn't even look like an Aryan German. That's the funny thing, too, is that it's like he outlines it so detailed. Like white, white hair, blue eyes, you know, and then he is the opposite of that, essentially. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know, just funny. But um, yeah, I, I uh, to echo what Parker said, I think uh, that's an, another important note that Hitler, what he loved his country, you know, he, he signed up for uh, the German army for World War II and he fought for his World War One or sorry, not World War Two. Well, yeah, World War One, not World War Two. Um, technically, but, uh, yeah, he fought for his country then too. And he was very bothered by the defeat. He felt like a lot of people or a lot of the army, uh, got stabbed in the back essentially by his own people, other people that they made pacts with. 
um, and especially the German Jews. You know, they a lot of people started to throw around accusations um, toward the Jewish people at the time that they were the reason behind Germany's downfall. Um, and again, like a lot of this all stemmed from World War One, as well as the establishment of communism. You know, Russia, Russia during that time was heavily run by communism, and a lot of people were very scared, you know, at the time to have that come over to their country. Um, and a lot of people blame the Jews for that as well, you know. And, and uh, um, again, another, another thing that a lot of people point out is the Mein Kampf, you know. He... He wrote that when he was incarcerated for being uh, trying to overthrow, essentially overthrow the government, which is crazy to me. You know, like, what, how did people not uh, already start getting bad ideas about this guy during that time? Mind you, again, like, people, I'm sure, probably just wanted to change and they saw him as like uh, almost like a hero, you know? Yo, it kind of reminds me of like some crazy event that's like going on nowadays. Something about like a January sixth that like happened <laughs> oh, about like overthrowing a government uh. <laughs> and like some like white guy who has some like white a dude. following where they think he's like a hero. Some people compare him to like Jesus. What the hell? People compare him to Jesus? Yeah. For some real? People okay. Some people have prayed to him. What? Yeah. What? You think I'm kidding, but there's like actual Gosh. videos of people praying to Donald Trump. That's insane. I'd rather yeah. pray to my dog. <laughs> You'd rather pray to your dog. That's awesome. <laughs> um, dang, that's crazy. And then, oh, also, the other thing, too, is that, uh, and we hit on this a little bit in the beginning of the episode, but um, a lot of people still subscribe to this idea, but people, like, there's a big fear that, like, a global Jewish, con Jewish conspiracy um, that, Jews are controlling international finance, politics, media, and anything under the sun, pretty much. Um, and so being around this all when he was growing up, especially in Austria, and then learning about it from um, the mayor, uh, Luke, or Carl, sorry, Carl, um, I'm sure all really fed into his idea of what uh, would make Germany better. And that's really what started the Nazi party. Huh. Yeah. I so, did not see that coming. Oh, dang. <laughs> <laughs> got him. You got him, dude. You got us. Good. <laughs> uh, so in 1990, or no, sorry, again, 1919, I feel like I'm dyslexic. Um, <laughs> so Hitler joined the DAP, and this was a German workers' party. Um and again, during this time, he he like rose through the ranks very quickly because he was very charismatic and very good like speaker. You yeah. Know? Um, later down the line, though, the DAP a year later um, changed into National Socialist Germany Workers Party. What? That was the Nazi Party. Wow. Yeah. Um, you mean they were socialists and not fascists? Uh, yes. No. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you mean to tell me they're the National Socialist Party? They're the National Socialists German or Socialist German 
Workers' Party. But they weren't socialists, they were fascists. Yeah, but, but also said they were workers. <laughs> it's fine. It's a, it's just the name that they came up with it. And this is this is also a translation from German to English, so it could be wrong, a wrong translation. I don't know. Um, but just it was a night. Historians for like the past like almost one hundred years have straight up just gotten it wrong. Just like it was not the National Socialist Party. It's just uh, the freaking like. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I kind of had a crackhead moment there. I'm sorry. Like, I just literally just forgot what I was, like, saying. I got distracted. It's okay. Um, so I'll get us, uh, get us back to where we were. So 1920, um, that was when they formed the Nazi Party. In 1923, uh, Beer Hall Push. Um, this was, again, this is when they tried to overthrow the government, the Weimar gov- government. Um, so it's important to note during this time, the Weimar government was uh, pretty heavily, con- or like they, they, they wanted to be very non-aggressive. Um, they had very conserved, conservative thoughts regarding armies and war, really, you know, and so... Uh, the Nazi party at this time wanted to change that view as did many German people. Um, again, like just to echo what we've been saying this entire time, like people at this time felt like betrayed. They just felt like they were getting honestly, like for lack of a better term, like just screwed, you know, like they, everything that was put in place was destroying their economy, economy, destroying their lives. And so, People wanted to look to the government to fight back. and They felt like they were taking my college courses. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, they wanted the government to fight back, and they wouldn't. And so what the Nazi party did at that time was they planned this co- whole coup. Eventually what ended up happening was um, it failed. You know, Hitler was arrested, and then that's when he was sent to prison, and he wrote Mein Kampf. Um. So that's really, really when it all kind of started for Hitler, and he started to try and climb the ranks within um, the government. So in 1924, four years after his release, uh, he started to rebuild the Nazi party. Um, He started to rely heavily on propaganda, and he started to exploit a lot of the economic hardships in Germany as well as the economic hardships hardships going on throughout the world so during this time Can i just yeah go ahead oh i just wanted to point out how crazy it is if you think about it like so hitler literally um he like tries to oh, do this thing overflow the throw the the government right doesn't work so he's like f him i'll just do it the right way and then he ends up yeah. being chancellor it's like crazy. that's insane when you think about it it's crazy dude and you know the interesting thing to do like I was thinking about this prior to the episode is like, I don't want to compare it to this, but that's like what I always think about is this whole thing is almost like a, like a movie, if you will. Like, yeah, it's, it's very weird. It's interesting to think about it in a different manner because we have all these insane details of one of the craziest things that has ever happened to the world. You know, like you, and you think about COVID and stuff, like we all lived through that. And we're going to think about it in 20 years and be like, holy crap, 
that was like such a mind effort, you know, like, and then we look back on World War II and it's like, holy shit, like, how did we allow something to get so crazy and exploded, you know, like, that is just nuts. And in, in my head, like, that only happens in the movies. Yeah. You know, it's just so odd to me. Um, I don't know if that really makes sense what I'm, like, trying to get at, but, yeah. What would be crazy is if you, like, so you make this movie and, like, the the viewer doesn't know that it's about Hitler, Mm -hmm. but you, like, go through his whole life story from, like, when he's born, you look at his struggle in childhood, like, all this stuff, and it really shows everything from Hitler's perspective, so the viewer is, like, very like like, empathizing or empathetic yeah yeah Yeah, with him and so the whole time you're like i get it i get it and then all of a sudden at the end of the movie you like realize it was hitler and then it's just like the screen just cuts to black and they're like oh my gosh i'm a monster (laughs) yeah that'd be such a good movie (laughs) that'd be crazy ah see it's just so nuts i don't know it's so interesting that we uh I don't know. It's just history. You know, that's, that's the crazy thing is that that's our history. You know, just, history like, is just crazy. Remembered another theory, like why Hitler like targeted the Jews. Okay. Let's hear it. Cause he had syphilis. Like that's like a theory. I don't know if you guys have oh, heard yeah. that, but like he had have... syphilis and it like messed with his brain. Yeah. Um, along with probably the tens of twenties of drugs that he was on. During this time too, we'll go over that kind of Cut stuff too. Come to the, by eating a what bat. a stud! <laughs> what a stud! Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you can say that because this isn't an episode about China. <laughs> <laughs> Not saying it came from China. Um, <laughs> the <tongue> so, flu. <laughs> so, I can't believe you said that. <laughs> Donald Trump. <laughs> See, dude. Uh, yeah, all of Donald Trump's like sayings is like an office episode. Yeah, so crazy. I know he's like Michael Scott. <laughs> yeah, but just a little more uh, orange and chunky. Yeah, <laughs> basically. God damn. Um, but yeah, so in 1924 he starts rebuilding the Nazi Party. 1929, uh, again he start he almost starts to just prey on like hardship. You know, people's people's uh, weak minds at this point. You know, everybody's just they're very spread then you know everybody's looking for jobs even the united states is going through a great depression and and during this time is really when hitler capitalizes hardcore um he puts the nazi party in a position of almost like to restore germany and former greatness and so um did you know like during this time there's a lot of like wild dogs like in the streets oh really yeah i wonder why just like People stopped having pet dogs because they were just, like, another mouth to feed. And so they just kind of, like, neglected them and, like, left them in the streets. But you know who would have, like, had an absolute field day in this (laughs) time? Here we go. Here we go. Let's hear it. Dick Cheney, dude. Uh, This guy would be in the street (laughs) shooting these puppies down. He'd have a heyday, dude. He probably would love Mexico. (laughs) He probably would. There's a lot of dogs there, too. Yeah, there is a lot of dogs. When I go and visit my family out there, like, you've got to be careful sometimes, like, because the dogs will just attack you. Yeah, because they're I mean, they're they're at that point. They're just wild animals, you know, like um, like the res dogs. Yeah, like out here in in Vernal. Yeah. But the res dogs. (laughs) Yeah, dude, one of my uh, one of my buddies served his mission in in Mexico as well. Yeah. And he said that they would be walking around and oftentimes they would like kick dogs. And it wasn't to like 
just kick a dog. It was yeah. because the dog was like attacking them. Yeah. And so they they're like him and his companion would have to like kick the dog and just run. Cause then more would just come after you, um, <laughs> which is crazy. <laughs> it's nuts, but yeah, a lot of, a lot of stray dogs out there, but that's interesting that they, that was going on in Germany. Um, but yeah, I bet you're hundred percent right. It's yeah. probably just like, well, we don't want to deal, you know, like, yeah, this is almost like a dis- dispensable thing. You yeah. Know? Even though they're not, but they're good boys. Know, good boys. <laughs> oh, good boy. <laughs> So um, cute. So <laughs> cute. So after uh, Hitler's campaign and really just painting the Nazi, not like, sorry, the Nazi party in a good light to, to the German people, um, they really gained a lot of good electoral success in the 1930s. Uh, when the 1932 election came by, they put um, Hitler into the limelight and that is when he became chancellor. Um, he was appointed by Paul von Hindenburg. Mein um, Führer. President at the time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so the reason why Hindenburg actually appointed Hitler was because he thought he could control Hitler well, um, <laughs> which obviously Stop. turned out to kind of <laughs> explode in his face um, because... <laughs> Very quickly <laughs> afterwards, he kind of like took over. Essentially, he moved very swiftly, and he con- consolidated a lot of power. Um, just even within just a few months, he started passing a lot of uh, acts throughout Germany to um, kind of start moving back to the totalitarian state. You know, where yeah. they they would start bringing back a lot of these uh, um, armies. And getting ready to kind of just go to war again, you know, like it was during this time that he was prepping everybody to go invade Poland, you know, and I find it hard to believe I would find it hard to believe if Hitler in 1933, six years before the invasion of Poland didn't have um, hadn't already premeditated this whole plan. You know, yeah. um, because to be a ruler, to be a dictator like this, it takes a very unique type of person as the, as well as a very um, organized person. Yeah. And so I guarantee Hitler had autism. Oh, my God. No, dude. But that's the <laughs> thing is like that's also another like uh, very um, popular conspiracy is that he had autism. I mean, and I think uh Back then, I think it was a lot more prevalent because it couldn't go diagnosed, and yeah. maybe now more so. It's like, well, you have maybe the not iPad everybody. Kids. Yeah, <laughs> they're yeah, like the automatically <laughs> like autistic, <laughs> literally. Literally, <laughs> my son watches his iPad like four inches from his oh, face. Shit. Like, oh my god! What the freak is your problem? Uh, I hate my will, brother. Literally, <laughs> I literally love my iPad. <laughs> Coco Melon. Coco Melon. Dude, I hate that show. Oh, man. I've never Uh seen Coco Melon. Seen too much Coco Melon. (laughs) (laughs) The joys of fatherhood. The joys of fatherhood. (laughs) Um, That's why you get a dog. Look, they're the only ones that love you. Fair enough. (laughs) They don't feel love, though, because, like, 
you chopped their nuts off. Oof. I didn't. No? He's still intact. He got them dogs. Um, okay. <laughs> I'll send you a pic. Oh, no, Bow please wow. don't. <laughs> um, yes, daddy. Just Ew. kidding. Ew, dude. <laughs> um, <laughs> the bread and wash some good dog nuts. Ew. <laughs> Saw, bro. Yeah, I like your dog. Ew. Okay, we don't we don't need to talk about dog uh, um, testicles. Low-key, so. I'm a furry. Oh. I'm just kidding. This is my first summer. Hey, hey, no king shaming, okay? If if you were a furry, anybody out there wants to be a furry, you go for it. Do your own thing. Freaking my fursona. I go by uh, Rufus. Rufus? Yeah. I'm a golden retriever. Addicted to crack. (laughs) 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 That's my fursona. Very nice. (laughs) Just instead of like woof woof, it's crack crack. (laughs) 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 Just like shaking intensely the entire time like a chihuahua. Just... You know what I mean? <laughs> no, no, I don't know what you mean. Um, but so yeah, let's go. So back to Hitler's positions and uh, a rise to this power of Führer. Um, so 1934, uh, President Hindenburg actually dies, and Hitler then combines the good for him living his best life. Yeah, death. <laughs> um, he combines the position so of jealous. president <laughs> and chancellor which then he declares himself as Fuhrer. Okay. Um, after this, once he's president and he has a lot of uh, a lot more control over what's going on, he does create a totalitarian, totalitarian state. Um, and, yeah, that's when he remilitarized and expanded most of everything. Um, during this time, he's actually already... So, and that's another thing that I learned as well... Prior to the invasion of Poland, he's actually already been uh, invading Austria at this oh, time. Wow. So much of Austria is, is controlled by Nazi Germany prior to his invasion of, of Poland. And quite a bit of the homes and and uh, locations out there were um, occupied by much of the German army. Nazi, the, well, because yeah. didn't... Um wasn't the League of Nations like, hey, don't do that? And then uh, Hitler was like, well, I'm only taking what used to be Germany's anyways, and yep. these people all want to be a part of our country. And they're like, okay, fine, have it, but don't do right. anything else. And he's like, they're like, he's like, oh, well, I'm gonna invade Poland. They're like, no, don't do that. And he's like, I did it. And they're like, oh shit, yeah. Again, and and I mentioned this in the beginning too. Like prior to this, a lot of people were witnessing that, and they almost just like let him do his thing. Again, they they labeled it as the phony war up until, like, I mean, the invasion of Poland really set it off, um, but it didn't get so insanely serious until they started trying to go over after Britain and stuff. Um, but, yeah, so that'll lead us right into the invasion of Poland. Uh, so September 1939 marked the beginning for most of Hitler. Hitler's reign and Nazi Germany's reign throughout the world. Again, he rose um, to power like quick. Yeah, dude. He rose to power in what is that? Seven years total? Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. No, no, less. Uh, he rose to power in five years total. 
five years Damn. total. Yeah, because he got out of uh, maybe one of us should just run for president. Like if Hitler can do it, like we could. If Hitler can do it, I can do it. No, no like we played with that idea of like <laughs> of uh like I was talking to Lucas about this about because he said I should run for a state senate or mm-hmm. state house representative. Could you imagine, like, I just go in there and, like, be a part of the government? That'd be nuts, dude. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Then you can... You're, like, making, then you like, can, like uh... these awful jokes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. And then you have people just, like, <laughs> jumping over your podium to try and kill you. For real. Just, like, <laughs> just trying to be assassinated. I'll just, like, go Fred in like, there. Fred, it's all... You smell that? It smells like, January 6th! <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but then you can promote the podcast on a, on a more clo- national scale. Oh yeah, I just <laughs> and go then you into won't get like, elected anything else. <laughs> for real, big brain. <laughs> just go into the state senate and be like, "Smells like someone shat their magic underwear today." <laughs> well, oh my gosh, <laughs> I'm so messed up. <laughs> Herbert, <laughs> I'm looking at you. <laughs> oh my gosh, or. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I'm gonna get canceled. <laughs> okay. Okay. So it's okay. We'll just go back to. Well, let's go back to the topic at hand. <laughs> um. So yeah. Uh. Again, I Brothers, mentioned this. Do we have our secret handshake today? Oh my gosh. Let's <laughs> stop. <laughs> um. So again, like like I mentioned earlier. Um. What is this? The. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> so, I don't know it yet. <laughs> Give me a hug. Oh my gosh. Uh. So the <laughs> attack on Poland uh, again led to the collapse of the League of Nations um due to their only um <laughs> their only uh uh job was to stop war and they failed horribly yeah. at it so it didn't fulfill its mission and everybody looked at it as kind of a joke eventually and then, uh, 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 so funny <laughs> uh, uh then they eventually created the uh um what is it now um freaking united nations united nations yeah um but yes the invasion of poland really underscored the urgent need for a more robust system uh and that's why they did make the united nations and united nations after world war ii yeah um one of the biggest ways and one also got like mac daddy big dick nato Big tornado, yeah. Uh, we also did a bunch of horrible things after, right before the end of World War II, um, and we'll go over those too. I'm excited to hit on the Manhattan Project because it's pretty interesting, especially Ooh. considering that it's gotten so much light over the last couple of months. Yeah. Um, with uh, the Oppenheimer movie. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we'll go over that into some heavy water. Heavy water was so interesting. Have you guys have you guys read about that at all? I haven't. And like uh, how a lot of people Nothing. thought that was like the the trick or the solution to making like an atomic bomb. Really, was heavy water that was like heavily studied by uh, uh, Heisenberg in the uh, um, 
the not in Nazi Germany to like try and figure out how to use an atomic bomb was heavy water. Damn, how and dense was that? What is I don't know. What's heavy water? It's like a, yeah, it's just a more dense version of I don't know exactly um, how dense it is, but I just know it was supposed to react a little bit more with uh, the uranium. Um, I do believe mm-hmm. that we like. In the Manhattan Project, we did try to use heavy water, but we found solutions elsewhere um, to enhance uh, the uranium and the combustion rate or something like that. Um, But, yeah, so the United States actually ran a lot of um, missions to retrieve as much heavy water as we could and and we'll go into those missions because they're pretty interesting wow like it's uh it's very cool because a lot of it was like you like you read through these missions and it's like whoa that shouldn't that shouldn't have worked at all but somehow they got they like were able to get out and like uh retrieve all this heavy water from crazy places so and in hopes to kind of like dampen the efforts of uh, nazi germany Sounds like that water should have laid off the Twinkies. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> um, they yeah, call it Bailey the... water. And you... <laughs> <Oof>. Damn. <laughs> too heavy. Too heavy. Yeah, yeah, too much mass. Too much mass. Leave the water. It's too far. <laughs> um, yeah, when I first heard about heavy water, I thought it was like, have you guys ever had that viscous water that they give people that like have uh, um, like have issues being able to drink stuff if it's not thick. I had no idea. Dude, it's crazy. It's so disgusting. Either of these things were a thing. It's like it's like a almost like a how can I explain it? Milk. It's like well, yeah, like uh, coagulated milk. No, cuz coagulated milk is like chunky. It's weird. I don't know. If you ever have a chance to try what? viscous water, it's Do you mean curdled milk? Or curdled milk. That's yeah, coagulated blood, would be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry. Different, different. That gave me the grossest image in my head of like someone drinking like blood or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. That that was I used the wrong word. My apologies. <laughs> oh, sorry. It's all right. I was like, am I mistaken? Like, am I just in like blood? Just like chunky no. blood. I think, well, yeah, I don't know. I don't know exactly, but I don't know. Anyway, so um but yeah if you ever get the chance to try some of that viscous water definitely do it it's because it's horrible and (laughs) it's horrible does it taste good it just tastes like normal water but it's just so foreign it's not you just know it's not supposed to be like that i just imagine like slurping jello it's almost like like jello but it's like is it like (sighs) syrup yeah 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 it's like a thicker syrup just a little bit thicker syrup wow yeah yeah, it's weird. I, I feel like know. you'd like choke on it, just be like. <laughs> no, it, honestly, it was weird because it was a little bit harder to get down. Like, because I was like, "Oh, this is like I don't know, just so foreign." Um. Okay, so back to, we're almost done here. Sorry, I know this has been a lot of information, but I think it's important to hit the details, especially on the first episode, so we really understand like, mm, like the main reasons why Hitler did what he did later down the line, and. And then be completely confused as to some of the other things that he did down the line because it's crazy. Um, Like breaking the (laughs) pact that he made with Soviet Russia at the time. He shouldn't have done that. He probably could have gotten a lot further if he didn't do that. Oh, yeah, 100%. Because the thing is that when he broke that pact, that was like the beginning of the end for him, essentially. You know, like, like from that point on, it was 
just a matter of time until it all came grumbling down. Yeah. Um, well, way to spoil it. I was curious whether he won or not. <laughs> ah, shit. Sorry. Spoilers. He didn't. He, didn't. Um, he was no Dick Cheney. <laughs> he was no Dick a, Cheney. Start a history episode and we're like, sorry, there's spoilers in this. <laughs> yes, spoilers ahead. Be forewarned. Yeah. Germany lost. Yeah. Germany lost. <laughs> Skip to uh, uh, one hour and five minutes um, <laughs> to miss the spoilers. <laughs> so... <laughs> yeah, one of the main tactics that uh, Nazi Germany and Hitler at this time employ- or employed were blitzkrieg tactics. Um, blitz- blitzkrieg, meaning in German, is a lightning war. Uh, so really what they did was rapidly move um, their military through to different coordinates. Um, either in- So it'd be infantry, tanks, air support, and just overwhelm whatever area they were attacking so they would destroy like any sort of communication in or out uh they would destroy uh supplies coming in or out electricity they would just bomb the shit out of everything essentially and this is how they were able to overtake uh poland so quickly yeah um mind you though poland did put up a amazing fight and they held off for, a, I think it was a four days that they held off. Um, the German and the Russian uh, forces, actually. So Germany came in from one side, and then the Russian forces came in from the other side to help take over Poland. Um, and, yeah, so during this time, though, Poland was able to hold off quite a bit from the attacks, but eventually... Uh, did have to give in to the attacks, unfortunately. Um, so, yeah, the next thing that happened there, sorry, guys, I, I lost a little bit of my track here. So we'll move on to, here's the last thing I want to hit on was the Caden Massacre. And I was speaking to Brandon prior to this about, um, uh, or prior to recording about the situation, which I had no idea about, um, before studying this stuff and it has to do with the massacre of about 4,000 Polish police officers in the Caden forest. Um, there, it was a mass ex sorry, mass execution by the Soviet authorities. Uh, they pulled out a bunch of police officers or, or people in the government into the forest and they shot all of them in the back of the head. Um, during that time though, the Soviets denied it heavily throughout. Um, and it wasn't actually until the cold war that the truth started to unravel and unfold. Um, and they finally, um, acknowledged it and said that it actually did happen and they, they did take responsibility over it. Um, (laughs) which was pretty important to overall acknowledgement and understanding again, of new information that we've received because I don't remember learning about that unless, unless you guys do, but I don't remember learning about any of that when I was in school, like nothing about it. No, I've never heard about it till like just now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy, dude. Like the, uh, um, obviously like they were taking a lot of families out of their homes and a lot of things were being occupied by the German forces and the, and the, uh, uh, Russian forces too. And, uh, yeah, they just, 
had to take their, their like their solution, Soviet Union, Soviet Union's solution to all of these extra people out there were to just take them to the forest and kill them. And they actually blamed it all on Nazi Germany, saying that they were the ones that did it. Um, however, obviously, after a few uh, decades, we learned that it was the complete opposite. Um, but yeah, so that is not the Leave it to the Russians. Yeah, leave it to the Russians, freaking Russians. Um, that was the not the complete breakdown of the invasion of Poland, but we will uh, hit on some important things on the next episode. That'll be uh, part two of a five-part series that we've got going on. Um, uh, one thing that we'll hit on during next episode will be the Enigma Code, because that's also very interesting. I don't know if you guys know about the Enigma code, but it's uh, like one of the most sophisticated uh, a, uh, codes or s- ways to communicate that the German military created during World War II and uh, how a lot of forces and countries came together to try to figure out how to brick it, which really led to the success of us winning the war. So Good For us. Pat on the back. Well, not us, but the uh, Allied powers. Nah, it was America. It was mostly America. Us, but okay. <laughs> yeah, no one everyone... else had the balls to drop atomic bombs. Yeah, the balls are the uh, stupidity too. Yeah. No, if I, I am like, still, I remember in history class they were like, "So what do you think we should have done?" And I'm still of the mindset. I'm like, we could have done it. It was not necessary. <laughs> like, no, none of it was like necessary. necessary. The thing is that, and and I think this, uh, the. I don't this, know. We showed the world we had a pretty big dick that day. Or we showed the world that we don't know how to control our dick. I mean, I mean, I guess we got a few countries pregnant. That's all. <laughs> what do you want from us? We're basically just frat boys running a country. Now, come on. <laughs> For real. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think, uh, I think, yeah, we, we can dive into this on that. On the, uh, I think we're going to hit that on episode three or part three of the series, um, just because that's probably going to be a pretty big part of uh, what we discussed then. But, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I think that was one of the biggest mistakes of the war. Is dropping honest. the ball? Oh, yeah, 100%. 100%, yeah. I don't know. But I'm going to take the unpopular opinion, and I, I'm going to say, like, I think we should have dropped the bomb. Well, I don't. I don't even think that's the unpopular opinion. You don't think you yeah. guys think you guys got the unpopular opinion? I think I think more people are on the side of we should have dropped the bomb, but I don't know. We can discuss that a little bit further and evaluate. Yeah. Um, we'll try to bring as many details and into the into that episode and get a lot of different opinions and point of views. Yeah, that's true. Sounds good. We'll let the listeners vote on it. Yeah, who's yeah, right yeah. and who's wrong? Which one of us gets <laughs> canceled? Be really cool. Just kidding. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a winner take all. <laughs> winner well, take all. A loser lose all. <laughs> if you get it wrong, you get booted out of Battle Valley. <laughs> oh my gosh, that would suck. <laughs> Damn, I hope you guys are Ray right. Gets then. it wrong. <laughs> I just get like kicked out. Damn, can you imagine getting kicked out of your? Oh, that you'd be, you'd be like Steve Jobs, bro. Getting kicked out of my own company. Yeah, that'd be nuts. <laughs> be pretty cool. Uh, yeah, you can at least say you're like cool. Steve Jobs. <laughs> I know, except for just not as rich, actually poor. 
so poor. You're Definitely. Like, <laughs> you're like oh, college dude. Yeah, I can I dream as big as Steve Jobs because my own company couldn't handle me. <laughs> For real. Oh shoot. Well, I know that was kind of like a information dump, and it's probably something that you have heard already. Um, but again, I just wanted to hit on the more important details in this first episode. Uh, I apologize if it was a little boring. I'm Maybe sorry. we can just like lighten things up with a quick joke. <laughs> okay. Why was the turkey fight the beard canceled? Gabe's eyes. <laughs> so, why is the turkey what? Why was the turkey fight canceled? Why was the turkey fight canceled? Because uh, there was no cock. I don't know. <laughs> they were worried about foul play. <laughs> nice got him <laughs> um good joke but yeah next week's episode will be a little more entertaining i hope um just because we'll go into more of a kind of general overview of topics not so information dumpy and we'll get more of an open conversation going so um but yeah if you guys want to learn about any other things please send us an email we want to make sure that we're getting the details right if you see or if you heard anything that we got incorrect. Again, just to echo what Brennan said in the beginning, we're not perfect. We don't, we're not like history majors either. Um, we all do enjoy history, and it's one of our more favored topics. So, yeah, hopefully we got most of the details right. And, uh, again, give us a shout. Give us a follow. Reach out to us because we want to know. For and, real. And uh, vote on, on uh, our lives i guess yeah <laughs> vote on who gets kicked off it's oh like the God. island <laughs> brennan's too controversial <laughs> we need to get him off the show like nah shut the fuck up you like me <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's good it's all good but um yeah i guess just like ending on like a little bit of a note like just a quick story to tell you guys um you know, one of my coworkers actually got attacked by a cat recently and they weren't able to come into work. For real? Yeah. I can't like, tell if you're joking with me or not. <laughs> like dead ass. They got attacked by a cat. I swear, if you're joking with me, I'm gonna I'm gonna kill you. They had to call in and say they weren't feline well. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Just absolutely. <laughs> you should have played the drums. I probably should have. Should have just like <laughs> straight up gone, uh, I think it's this one. Nice. Ah. There it is. <laughs> Soundtrack of my life. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, anyways, guys, this is uh, you've got Gabe here, and I apologize again if it was a little information dumpy, but we'll catch you next week. Yeah, sounds like a plan. My name's Brennan, and guys, um, and you got Parker. It's it's been real. It's been fun, uh, and I hope you guys have a great rest of your day.